listening to episode 39, chapter 4 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Chris Lambert. And I'm Josh Havens. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that he will help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And today we're wrapping up our conversation with Josiah Smith about his book, Along the Way. Josiah Smith is the senior leader and founding pastor of New Hope Community Church in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. A graduate of Central Bible College, he has a passion for building up the church across denominational lines, seeing new churches planted, and teaching the Bible in a practical and understandable way. He is an ordained minister in the Church of God, Cleveland, Tennessee. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because God first loved us. In other words, if we've seen and tasted God's goodness, His grace and His love, it gives us a desire to begin the journey of becoming like Him. So really, the discipleship lifestyle isn't started by us. God's grace and love give us a taste for it that calls us further along the path to becoming like Him. And it's this lesson that Josiah unpacks for us in this chapter. What are some of the, your favorite books on discipleship that have influenced your thinking, though, in this area? Oh, man. Tough question. So many books. And then, you know, the first ones that come to mind are like stereotypical, you know, Mirror Christianity, C.S. Lewis. <laughs> hey, <laughs> never, never <laughs> underestimate that book. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is so true. Um, man, you know, I, I don't know if this fits in like specifically like the model, modeling of discipleship. But I, I know a book that really impacted my life was uh, actually Bill Johnson's book, When Heaven Invades Earth. This was, I think I read that book right around the time where God was like starting to open my eyes to see the word kingdom throughout scripture. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is a big theme. And then reading this book where like, hmm, God, God wants like what, what is happening in heaven to happen on earth. You know, he wants us to worship him and, and his will be done and that sort of thing. So I think that was a, that was a really big book in my life to where I'm, I, I didn't just want to, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I ever just really just wanted to go to church, but, but it really, I don't know. It raised the bar for me in my anticipation of like what to expect in the Christian walk, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's been a big one. And honestly, my, I'm kind of blanking right now for like nope, um, <laughs> a book that has been a book that recently has been really formational for me was uh, Ruth Haley Barton's Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership. Um, well, actually, okay, so a, a couple coming to mind, Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership um, and then also Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And you guys might have to help me with this book. Um Okay, I can't remember the third of the trilogy, uh, but there, there's, there's been these three books that have kind of discussed like the internal life of a, of a Christian, the internal life of a leader. Yeah, emotionally um, healthy spirituality, those, emotionally healthy church, and the emotionally healthy leader. Those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the. Are you talking about the Gordon McDonald sure. book? Gordon McDonald. Thank oh you. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Gordon McDonald is what I was trying to think. Dude, the emotionally healthy <laughs> spirituality, then Gordon McDonald's book, and then reading this Ruth Haley Barton book, uh, those books have rocked me. And the idea that um, just the, the internal life, how important it is, 
and those things being in order rather than just doing stuff. Yeah, those have been huge for me. What's uh, the title of that, that book? McDonald's? I forget. Ordering your private world. Ordering your private Ordering world. Your private yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. It. Yeah. I, I, some yeah. private world, but I forget what the. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. Anyway. It's all the way over there. There it is. I thought it was on the okay, anyway. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, so good. yeah, three three fantastic books for sure. Um, well, this is one of our favorite questions to ask our guests: is what is the most valuable thing you've learned in the Christian life? And to give you wow. some time to think about that, I'll I'll explain a little bit. Um, we found that most people, if you're intentionally pursuing Christ, you have several of these moments, but usually there's a couple that stick out where it's like mm-hmm. once you have a, an encounter with Christ or you learn something about him, it changes everything. I, I guess maybe you, you could mm-hmm. have even alluded yeah. to that with reading Bill Johnson's book and you started seeing the gospel more mm-hmm. in his kingdom. And it's like once you have that transformation, uh, your walk with him can never be the same. And it just it's a total paradigm shift for you. Does anything come to mind? Yeah, a couple things come to mind. I don't know if I can cheat and give more than one, but we'll take them. <laughs> uh, we're actually, <laughs> uh, you know, when we were doing our calendar planning with our with the team this past weekend, I asked them, you know, after after salvation, what's been a major theme in your life? And for me, it kind of came in in two parts. Where I think earlier in life and until more recently, like definitely a theme of surrender, just like you know, okay, I've given my life to Jesus. What does that mean? It's and it's like Jesus asking me, "What about this? Can I have this?" I was like, "Oh Lord, you want that? You know, what about this?" And and just learning to surrender, and this idea, you know, of, of kingship and lordship. But then, it was actually it was after I graduated Bible college where I had this encounter with God where I was just like, "Wow, God loves me. That's crazy, you know." And I I I know cognitively about His love. But like having an experience where it moves to my heart, um, and so I, I would I would say more recently and over the past you know the past decade I guess would be learning just more and more about the the God that loves me and the God that is so gracious towards me, and you know being a good guy growing up in a Christian home always want to do things right you know type one on the enneagram, uh, learning that God gives me grace because He loves me is incredible. And it's something that like, I will never, I will never not have to go back to that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I, I would say that's probably yeah. the most important lesson, you know, that I am still learning is just that Jesus loves me yeah. and he, he gives me grace. That's so vital. So vital. Honestly, I think it, I think if Christians could learn that lesson alone, um, most of the other things would would start to take care of themselves if they truly grasped yeah. who God is, what He's done for them, and that He loves them. Um, sure, I think that's the, <laughs> and, and we and we understand that in Jesus, in the person of Jesus, and I think that's why Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, the life." Yeah. Um, because if you want to, if you want to have a relationship with God, if you want to move forward and, um becoming more like him i think you have to start there and it feels like anyway that learning that lesson um it's it's not that you have to keep relearning it through your entire life but the depths of that lesson seem to be unending yeah 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 and it changes everything 
because instead of like just trying to get a ticket to heaven where, you know, oh, I'll be safe so I can go to heaven or just trying to be like, I know I'm a son of God. I will be the best son of God that I can be. I will do so much for him. That you know? sounds like and a like, type one on the Enneagram talking. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I'm, I'm called by the Lord, so I'm going to fulfill my calling. Like, so rather than that, just knowing that like I'm loved, then it turns into rather than having this destination that I'm trying to reach, it really does become about the journey because it yeah. really is about relationship, yeah. you know, and just abiding. And then from that place of love, from the place of abiding, I bear fruit, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it really is freeing. I I think for a fellow, as a fellow type one on the Enneagram, uh, that's what it's, (laughs) that's what it's, uh, been for me is, is sort of, it's, it's freedom. It's freedom to give up all of those, uh, achievement oriented pursuits or trying to measure up to something. And so, uh, it, it does, it just becomes about resting and walking in him. And so... Yeah, and it and it helps us to love ourselves too, because like if I fail, it's not all over. Yeah, like he still loves me, and I I can also still accept myself, still that, love myself, and still move forward in relationship. That's a that's a really really good point as well. So, <laughs> um, in fact, a point maybe worth exploring, but <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of time. We do want to be sensitive to your time. And for maybe a future <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we could talk about that for sure. Because I do, well, yeah. now, now that you've brought yeah. up the Enneagram, well, we could talk about the Enneagram. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a hot topic. Yeah. Maybe. Josiah, is there any final words that you'd like to leave our audience or a uh, final ask of them? Well, I think I think it's just worth considering you know, and, and I'm glad that we ended on this idea of love and grace too. Cause like, what is it all about? Cause like whatever we have is what we're going to pass on to others. And so we, if we have a rules-based religion, that's what we're going to coach people in. Mm. If we have just a church relationship, that's what we're going to coach people in. But if we actually have like a love relationship with the God of the universe, that is what people want. And that is what we will coach them in. Um, so I guess I would just encourage people to evaluate, you know, like what, what do you have for one? And then two, are you actually passing it on? Yeah. And how, you know, how are you doing that? So whether it's through, you know, maybe, Hey, grab, grab a book, grab your Bible, <laughs> have coffee with someone, you know, everyone has something to give. So do you realize what you have? Are you passing it on? How are you doing that? So I, I think those are some good things to consider. I think that's a great, great place to wrap up with. Um, where can people go to find out more about you, your work, and get a copy of the book? Yeah. So right now the book is available on uh, the publisher's website, which is pathwaybookstore.com. Um, so you can go to pathwaybookstore.com and then just search along the way. Um, I have been trying to keep uh, people updated just through Facebook uh, I don't love Facebook, but right now that is the uh, you know, primary means of getting that info out mm-hmm. there. Uh, you know, We'll see if a website comes together or something like that. But yeah, right now, just the publisher's website and uh, connecting on Facebook. Awesome. And we will have a link to the book in the show notes. So if you didn't remember Pathway Books, then you can just click down on the link of whatever you're listening to. We'll take you to, right to it. And it will take you right over to it. There so you we can go. Pick up a copy and begin to walk with somebody in a discipleship relationship. So, uh, Josiah, thank you so much for uh, talking with us today and uh, sharing the journey. Enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much. There's a reason knowing our identity as a beloved child of God 
is step one in creating a lifestyle of discipleship. As Josiah found, everything else in the Christian life flows from that. Plus, we make disciples from what we have. If we have a set of rules we have to follow in order to impress God, we'll teach others to do the same. But if we understand our identity, we disciple and coach others from the grace and love that God shows us. I want to challenge you with the two questions Josiah asked at the end of this conversation. What do you have, and are you passing it on? Spend some time today thinking and praying about your answer. This is one of the most important steps you can take in creating a lifestyle of discipleship, and it's one you should take before you begin teaching others how to follow Jesus as well. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Josiah's work, check out his book, Along the Way. Then check out the next chapter in our conversation, where we talk about how to be intentional in developing relationships. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.